0: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss, and if your identity is stolen, your dedicated US-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.
1: Hi guys, quick one before we get into the episode. This episode is sponsored by Zencaster, which is the production suite that I've used from the very beginning of this podcast. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, hang around at the end of the episode for our 30% discount referral code. Thanks. So our podcast is called Right and Wrong. So are these are your notes. These, <laughs> are these your notes about what we're going to say. Uh, anything. It's it. a short answer. <laughs> so how many novels did you not finish? Oh my Probably. god, so many! <laughs> 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 it was perfect. What's she talking about? This is not a. <laughs> Ooh, a spicy question. I love it. <laughs> this is it, The big secret to getting published. is <laughs> You have to write a good book. I'm going to hear first. We're going say- <laughs> to. Hello and welcome back to the Right and Wrong podcast. Today I'm very excited to introduce my guest, author, graphic designer, in the final countdown to the release of her debut novel, The Other Ones, it's Fran Hart. Hi Fran.
2: Hello, thank you for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for coming. <laughs> Let's start off with, with the book itself, your debut, The Other Ones. Yeah. What's it all about?
2: Okay, so The Other Ones is a ghostly romance, it's being billed as Heartstopper meets Gilmore Girls, um, with a bit of a spooky edge. Well, a lot of a spooky edge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's about a boy called Sal who lives in a haunted house. Um, he wants nothing more than to be completely ordinary um, and to fit in. Um, he meets the new boy in town, Pax, who is unapologetically weird <laughs> and very interested in the haunted house. And the whole book revolves around the unlikely friendship that they develop um, which eventually leads to something more, but that connection is uh, is threatened when the uh, the mystery and the the secrets around the house begin to unravel.
1: Sounds great. So, what what was the inspiration for this? Where did it come from?
2: Yeah. Well, I started with the characters. Uh huh. Because I didn't really have sort of a flash of inspiration. Um, I re- actually wrote it for Nano Remo. Oh yeah. So I uh, I very much sat down and thought, what can I write a book about?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I love the um, the grumpy versus sunshine trope. Um, so mm-hmm. that's, that was kind of my starting point. I wanted to write sort of one character who desperately wanted to be normal and one character who was unabashedly not normal. Yeah. So I started with that relationship and, uh, and kind of fleshed the characters out from there.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. So start with the characters and then you built, the, did the world kind of come afterwards and the supernatural sort of elements to it that all came after It did, after the yeah.
2: Well, oh, I started okay. with the characters and the setting as well. Oh, right. I knew I wanted to set it in a slightly weird, small town.
1: Yeah. With a haunted house.
2: With a haunted house. <laughs> and yeah, the plot sort of, uh, the plot definitely came later on. The characters mm-hmm. and the setting were definitely the starting point
1: very cool and and so exciting that the release is almost here mm-hmm. do you have you got a lot going on with the build up and the launch
2: yeah it's been it's been busy and it's been very surreal because it's felt like such a, a long build up to it coming out yeah um, and now yeah. suddenly it's here and and everything's happening so it's a, it's a very exciting time but nerve-wracking yeah. as well
1: <laughs> it's it's a real roller coaster the yes. sort of publishing especially I imagine the first time going through all of those motions is it kind of what you expected or is it full of surprises
2: I think it is pretty much what I expected yeah yeah it's been um it's been lovely to see sort of the amount of support for the book already I guess that's the th- one of the things that surprised me everyone's yeah. been lovely sort of especially on social media and twitter as uh been a lot of uh, people posting really nice things which is uh, great to see
1: yeah I mean like my experience with the writing community generally is that it's a very friendly and uplifting group of people yes Um, authors seem very happy to help other authors for the most part
2: yeah definitely, which is nice yeah it's a
1: good community to involve yourself in
2: it is absolutely
1: yeah so had you written anything before the other ones or was this your your debut debut first story
2: it was the very first novel i've ever written oh. i'd sort of dipped in and out of writing i'd written short stories and that kind of thing but um never anything of this length or anything comparable really i think the the longest thing i'd written before was probably sort of 10,000 words something like that so
1: okay so not a- insignificant
2: no, not insignificant yeah. but um yeah not, not, short, not short, quite story. comparable <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's only about five or six times longer than that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's interesting so I mean that, what an amazing turnout for your first sort of submitted piece yeah because you you won the times chicken house chairman's choice prize
2: I did yes yeah
1: but that was in when I mean, we we just talked about the length of I mean we all know that publishing is a very slow industry mm-hmm. but on top of that this you won the prize in 2020?
2: Yeah that's right so um I think it was in October of 2020 that I found out that I'd won so it has been it's been quite a long time I guess it's not really felt yeah. like a long time.
1: <laughs> well, has, has it all been editing in the meantime is has there been a lot of work being done on this or has it been more of a we're waiting for the right window for this book to come out.
2: Well, they knew they wanted it to come out in autumn. That was one of the very first things that Chicken Mm -hmm. House said to me, which makes perfect sense because it is such an autumnal book. Yeah. But yeah, there's been um, a little bit of waiting around. Everyone always says sort of uh, publication involves so much waiting. There's definitely been a little bit of that, but there's also been a lot of editing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that was with the wonderful Kessia Lupo.
2: That's right, yes.
1: How did you, I mean, as someone who's sort of, this is the first novel that you'd written in full, how did you find uh, working with an editor?
2: I found it really good. Kessia uh, is an amazing person to work with. She's sort of she, Because she's a writer herself, she brings so yeah. many sort of great ideas to the table. And it was lovely as well to have someone to sort of unpick problems with me. But at the same time, I had never worked with anyone before on a book, so it was a, it was a completely new process for me.
1: Oh, really? So, so you don't have any sort of uh, like a writing group or a feedback group that you you work with? No, like, that's you-
2: right. Well, I've yeah, I've never been involved in anything like that. And actually, before I entered the Chicken House competition. There were only two people in the world who had read the book.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: Yeah, and one of those was me. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> who was, was the other one?
2: Uh, the other one was my mum. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was my uh, she was my first feedback.
1: Yeah, which I mean, I feel like I don't know if this is I don't want to you know judge your mother, but if I gave my mother the book, it would be mostly praise, and I don't know if I could fully trust it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah. No, she, um, she did come up with some good feedback, which uh, which actually went in and stayed in. So I think, oh. I think she did a decent job. <laughs>
1: there you go. That's great. Is there a second book on the way? Do you Are you working on something new?
2: I am working on ideas for something new.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: <laughs> and I have a lot of, uh, I've got a lot of thoughts, but nothing sort of, uh, nothing concrete yet. Nothing sort of plotted out.
1: It's still in the conceptual, pre-conceptual phases.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Will it would it also be spooky horror romance
2: i think so yeah um definitely staying with ya and mm-hmm. uh, definitely have some romance in there and then the spooky edge is it's possibly up for um up for debate i've got sort of some ideas that are a little bit spookier and some that are very much set in reality so
1: Okay, so so the the spooky element is flexible. You're you're more a YA romance focus. You lean towards the romance. The spookiness is is a flair, a bit of flair that you you're different out of. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Would it be in the same universe or would it be a completely different thing set with different different place, different people?
2: I mm, I'm (laughs) not sure to be honest. I would at some point love to write a sequel. Oh yeah, but no set plans for that yet. Um, and I also quite like the idea of using the same universe, but sort of zeroing in on a different section of it. Um, maybe yeah. another small town.
1: Yeah, I love that. Where yeah. it doesn't. It like they they're both sort of. I love it when a book book series, in quote series is like. They're all technically in the same universe, but they are isolated stories that you could easily read without having any knowledge of the other one. It's just fun to know that they exist in tandem.
2: Yes, definitely. I love it when um, you get characters from a different book sort of popping up as cameos as well.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. As, as long as it's, as long as it's just a cameo, because yeah. otherwise you're leaning <laughs> you're, le- you're leaning into it actually being a some kind sort of s- sequel. That's true. I think that's um, that's how Cassie's books are. They're yes. in the same universe, but.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Don't really cross over really at all, other than the the, the place itself. Yeah, which exactly. makes sense. Which makes sense when you've built a world, I think. And and Cassie's world is very fleshed out and fantastical. So. It is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what's the what's the sort of supernatural element like in in your books? Was it something that you spent a lot of time figuring out the intricacies of it, or is, did you keep it quite simple?
2: I would say. It started off fairly simple, and then I very quickly realised that what I had wasn't enough to carry me through the entire novel. <laughs> so it, yeah, it started off um, being a very simplistic thread, and it was sort of uh, it was fleshed out way back in the early stages when I was first writing it, and then actually fleshed out even more when I was working on it with Chicken House and with Cassia. That was uh, that was one of the main things we focused on.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, a huge role that I think a lot of editors play is making sure that all of the systems within the world and the story fit ni- nicely into place.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It needed weaving more into the book. I would mm-hmm. say it was. Um, it almost felt a little bit separate from the book, sort of at the beginning. And we okay, uh, we worked at okay, sort okay. of uh, intertwining the character's journey a little bit more with the uh, with the spooky nature of the house and all the. Uh, The ghostly (laughs) goings-on.
1: Let's dial it back to to the, the, you won the prize uh, back in 2020. And at that point, I know that you're signed with Kate Shaw. She's your agent now.
0: She is. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
1: was that off the back of winning the prize did you speak to many agents after that
2: uh i didn't i spoke exclusively to kate um <laughs> who was so lovely and so supportive and uh, so kind about the book and yeah i just knew sort of straight away that she was she was the person that i wanted to sign with and she was going to be the uh, the right choice for the book so Amazing. yeah she, i met her sort of through the competition and the uh, Part of the oh, prize okay. was an offer of representation, and uh, and yeah, she was uh, she was a great fit, so it worked out really nicely.
1: So was 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 she involved with the competition?
2: She was, yeah. She was actually one of the judges.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. that's great. You didn't have to you know, get in the old submission trenches with that one.
2: No, thank goodness. I've heard <laughs> a lot about other people doing it, and it's uh, it does not sound like fun.
1: Yeah, it's hard work. Like, if anyone's listening, this is the way you want to do it. Win a competition, have an agent come to you. <laughs> perfect <laughs> yes but I, don't, I don't want to take away from the you know how how the competition is so steep for something like the times chicken house chairman's choice of prize mm. uh, you know those there's so many entries to those uh and it is it, you know you did so well to to oh. win that well thank you <laughs> let's talk more about you um you're a graphic designer
2: i am yeah that's my day job
1: what sort of what sort of graphic designs d- do you work on is it is it quite corporate or is it quite sort of uh creative?
2: I work on stationery design. Oh. So it's a little bit of everything. It's um, sometimes it's designing the actual stationery and uh, sometimes it's doing sort of marketing design and uh, and sometimes it's uh, it's quite boring stuff. But...
1: <laughs> <laughs> did you as someone who works with, you know, art and visuals, graphics, did you have any input on the cover design for the other ones?
2: I did I did I didn't have loads but
1: mm-hmm. yes
2: I um I did have a little bit chicken house for kind enough to send me some of the early sketches through the cover was designed by Michaela Alcano who's a really talented designer oh she's yeah brilliant. she's incredible yeah but yeah I was uh, I was lucky enough to see sort of a, a whole host of early sketches and uh, and they did say to me sort of uh, which ones appeal and uh, and then, sort of later on in the process as well, there was the uh, opportunity to give feedback and ask for any little changes and that kind of thing so uh,
1: yeah i okay. did I did have
2: some involvement, which was really really nice because I know not all authors get that
1: yes, yeah, sometimes it's it i mean it depends on on the book, it depends on the publisher, it depends on the yeah. you know who's who's doing the cover art and stuff so many variables, but that's great and 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 your input was really heard and and what we the 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 cover which is beautiful is as a result of you working with the publisher and and, uh, the designer, I'm guessing?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's mostly down to Michaela, but yeah.
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I'll take some credit. Why not? Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you wrote the book, so you take credit for the inspiration. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I'll take that. (laughs) When you sit down to write, have you figured out a system, like a, a, a routine that really gets you focused, gets you in the mood, like a time of day, a place that you do stuff?
2: Hmm. I mean, I did when I wrote this one, but I suspect for a second book, it would probably be quite different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just because I, I mean, I wrote the first one for Remo, so it was, uh, it was written in quite a rush, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't necessarily recommend. <laughs> I think the next one I'd probably, um, I'd probably take it a little bit slower. And yeah, I'd uh, I'd do more planning as well. I think
1: I was going to ask because you wrote this one doing a uh, NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. thing. It was obviously, I assume the whole thing was just discovered or pantsed, however you want to call it. it. Was there there wasn't an outline or a plan to it?
2: I did have an outline actually. It was a very rough outline. Yeah, I think before I started, I thought it was quite a detailed outline. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then realized it wasn't when I was about two chapters in.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I
2: did, yeah, but what I did was, I kept coming back to it. So, sort of, some things I kind of wrote in by accident. But if I wrote something in by accident and I decided I wanted to keep it, I would then go back to my plan.
1: Oh. And kind of think how
2: can I, uh, how can I weave this through so I, uh, so I know where it's going. Oh, okay. So I think I was, uh, I was a little bit of a mix. I think
1: somewhere between the two a hybrid yes a plant
2: so i think it's called
1: (laughs) with this new one uh, do you do you intend to do much more plotting and planning before you get down to the pros of it all
2: yes i think i would i'm not i'm not an actual editor i find it quite difficult Ah,
1: okay
2: so i like i like when what first comes out is Is usable, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, And I think having a uh, having a more structured plan and uh, a more in depth plan would uh, would really help with that.
1: Yeah. Do you ever use any of the 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 systems like Save the Cat or any of those kinds of things?
2: Yes. Yeah, that was exactly (laughs) what I used for um, (laughs) for the other ones. Yeah, (laughs) I found that really helpful actually, because obviously I had no idea how to structure a novel. I'd never tried to do it before, so
1: yeah. Yeah, I pretty
2: much use that sort of uh, as the basis for my uh, for my plan
1: uh, okay I mean save the cat is one of those things where I know that some people are like oh save the cats everyone uses save the cats cat. <laughs> and I'm like yeah but there's a reason like it, it, yeah. it's very concise it's very clear and it, and it just works like it's it's what we're all used to experiencing through a story I think it's it's really good it's a really good baseline
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you can be as flexible as you want with it as well. You don't sort of need to stick with it, but I think it's a really good starting point.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. When you, do you ever have, when you're writing, do you ever reach points where, I don't want to, I don't want to say writer's block because I don't know if that's necessarily how you diagnose it, but do you ever find times where you sit down and you just, you're really stuck on a certain point?
2: Um, I don't really. Oh, I, t- I tend to have that but I have it I have it later I have it during editing
1: oh really
2: when I'm kind of trying to work out how to fix all the problems I've written <laughs> in
1: <but laughs> oh I see it's just your first draft is very okay I'll just do whatever and
2: <laughs> yes and, and then yeah. we'll fix
1: it later oh, okay okay okay
2: exactly yeah I think you have to um well I found I had to write for fun yeah and just just keep going for the fun of it and uh and if anything came up, then I did sort of think I'll, uh, I'll fix it later.
1: That's, that's, But I think that's such a healthy way to approach it because I, I'm very guilty of this. And, and, and some of my friends are the same way is we'll, we'll try and sort of solve, a, solve something whilst we're writing it or, or go back mm. and re-edit something having just written it and then we'll get even more stuck. And it's not <laughs> any better than it was the first time you wrote it. And I think the writers that I know who, who say, no, I just sit down and I write the vomit draft out. I just write Mm -hmm. whatever the first draft is, doesn't matter. It's the, it's the kind of, it's the baseline and they know that they can come back and take out the, the nonsense or the bits that just didn't make sense or work in the edit.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think that's why NaNoWriMo was so helpful for me as well, because that's exactly what it's about. Yeah. You just get the words on the page and yeah, you worry yeah, yeah. about if they're any good or not later.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean you can't edit a blank page. So if it's exactly. written, you can edit it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great it's a it's a really healthy mentality, a really healthy way to approach uh writing. Obviously everyone does it in their own way, but if you figured out that way works for you, that's great. And, yeah, definitely. And speaking of uh sort of mantras and, and uh and uh advice uh, before i before we do get on to the final question, I'd love to ask you specifically regarding advice if you If you could go back and uh, give yourself uh, some advice uh, about starting to write, what would it be?
2: I think it would be make sure you're enjoying the process because all of the bits that ended up coming out of the book were the bits I didn't really enjoy writing. Yeah, I think if you're not if you're not sat and enjoying what you're writing as it's going down on the page, then whoever's read whoever ends up reading it isn't going to uh, it's going to come across and they're not going to have the same response to it.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. I I completely stand by that. If you're yeah, if you're kind of gritting your teeth and pushing through. Writing a certain chapter that's almost yeah. always gonna <laughs> come across in the in in the reading, so that when people come to read it they'll they'll sort of feel more tense and
0: yeah. I, I don't know if this
1: is true, but I heard a story about the 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 writer of Black Mirror, and he mm. when he's writing an episode, he stands up holding his laptop in one hand, typing <laughs> with one hand. Uh, because he wants to feel unsteady off balance and uncomfortable and then that comes through in the stuff that he's writing I don't know if that's true and it's or if it's just the greatest urban myth but
2: oh wow no I love that I might have to give that a go for book two
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe just for the scenes where you want it to feel uneasy yeah (laughs) you can rest yourself every now and again (laughs) yes (laughs) amazing that's 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 really wonderful advice just enjoy the writing because if you're not enjoying it it's probably not gonna translate that well onto the page
2: yeah absolutely I wanted to write a book that was kind of not all fun and games but that had a lot of those sort of really fun moments yeah and I didn't if, some, if I thought something was boring I just skipped past it and uh, yeah and got on to the next chapter
1: yeah. And I, I mean, there's another school of, of of writing that, I think it's Brandon Sanderson in one of his many lectures, mm. w- which where he says, you know, whilst you're, you know, obviously, whenever you're writing a book, you, you always think a lot of the time you have these ideas and you think, oh, later on, this will happen. That'll be really cool. Oh, then this will happen later on. That'll be so cool. And mm. he thinks that, There's a lot to be gained by sort of stopping the thing that you're doing now and just going straight into the exciting thing you just thought of, and taking all that energy and excitement that you had coming up with that idea and just writing Uh, it straight away.
2: Yeah, yeah, even even if it's out
1: of order. Yeah, Yeah, because it does translate. Idea. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Well, that brings us to the final question, which, as always, is: Fran, if you were stranded on a desert island. But could take a single book with you which would it be
2: okay so I felt like I had to go with a YA book for this
1: <laughs> staying on brand I like it
2: yes absolutely and it's a YA classic I know it's so many people's favorite YA book and it's Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe by Benjamin L.A. Science.
1: Ah, oh okay
2: <laughs> and yeah it's just it's genuinely just a really gorgeous book. It's sort of really compelling. Um just infinitely readable. It's got absolutely gorgeous characters and a really beautiful love story. Um and it's also it's also all about connection um and about relationships. So I feel like it's a good one to have if you're in the if you are in the complete solitude and <laughs> maybe feeling lonely stranded on a desert island.
1: Yeah that's great I've not, I've not read it but that's one of the best titles that I've, I've heard in a long time
2: <laughs> it is a brilliant title yeah
1: <laughs> yeah 100% uh, amazing well thank you so much Fran for, for coming on the podcast and, and sharing your experience I'm, I'm so excited for, for the launch of the other ones I think it's going to be really really great
2: oh, thank you
1: for anyone listening if you want to keep up with Fran you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at FranheartBooks and to make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast follow us on twitter at right and wrong uk or on instagram and now tiktok at right and wrong podcast thanks again to fran and thanks to everyone listening we'll catch you in the next episode thanks for hanging around until the end if you're interested in starting your own podcast but aren't really sure what that looks like i can't recommend zencaster enough it's so simple to host record and download your podcast with and it even has a built-in transcription ai It functions entirely in the internet browser, which means all your guests have to do is click on a link and they'll be brought into the conversation. If you click on the link in the description, you'll get 30% off the first three months. All you have to do is click on the link in the description. Thanks again for supporting the show, and we'll see you in the next episode.
0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts